Well, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, look who's back from hiatus. Oh, yeah. Fresh and rosy and dandy. And now in Technicolor, if you uh, watch uh, on YouTube. Yes, if you listen with your eyes through the medium of YouTube, we're now also in video as well as audio. Yeah. And what are we on? And what is this show called? It's, it's called the Egypt of the World! Series 2, Episode yeah. 1, Mr. Glenn. Serious as a heart attack. You are Glenn Wolf. I am, and you are Andrew Maxwell. And we are Egypts Egypt. of the world. And that's cleared a lot up for me. I wasn't sure about either of those things. <laughs> well, we're here, ladies and gentlemen, if you've never heard or seen the show before, we're here to celebrate the tomfoolery, skullduggery, and general shithousery of the world. Yeah. And uh, we've been away for two months, and uh, my oh my, how the fields have grown. Mm. The crop is bountiful, Mr. Glenn. It's almost too much. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. If, if our storehouse runneth over, then we shall give grain to the other peoples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this week on Aegis of the World, we will be talking about... The Sycamore Gap Tree. Fiasco. Fiasco. We will be talking about Yevgeny Prigozhin. We hardly knew ye. You're learning to fly. We will be talking about local concerns of local people. Keep your lid on. <laughs> uh, we will talk, we'll talk about the dangers of foraging for wild lettuce in Australia. And finally, we will be talking about the Egypts of Spanish sporting bureaucracy. Oh, Luis. Please learn. Take a seat. Well, and what a story I have to open. Oh. oh this show is, we take in the Egypt of the world, but we're starting right here where the show comes live from. The United Kingdom. Because when it goes tits up in the, in the media here, when they grab hold of a story, you ain't seen nothing yet, baby. Bum, 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 bum. And the first story, ladies and gentlemen, of Aegis of the World Series 2, Episode 1, is none other than the Sycamore Gap. And and if you if you're listening to this and you love the movie uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, um, sit down. Because you're not ready to hear this. Yeah, you, you need to be recumbent right now, my friends. Yeah, and I don't mean sit down and drive. That could, that could be just yeah. as dangerous. What has happened, my friends, is apparently one of the most famous trees in the land. Tree of the year in 2016, Andrew. <laughs> I mean, a little more than famous. Award-winning <laughs> tree, my friends. Uh, famed all the world over from the classic Hollywood version of Robin Hood. It's the it's the tree Kevin Costner falls out of and loses his English accent. <laughs> <laughs> and he works so hard on it. I know. He, he, he watched Quadrophenia three times, once not stoned. <laughs> Bang. Three times on the plane over. <laughs> and that, that was just a coincidence too. That wasn't that wasn't any sort of work related uh, ingenuity, no. So this is a tree that's been around for hundreds of years. 300 years. Very uh, photogenic tree. I mean, I'm not, you know, into trees in that way. Yeah. They don't give me the wood. 
<laughs> Stop being so naughty. I know. It's the double usage of not there if you're interested. If anybody, any of the arborists at home. <laughs> so what happens is, uh, a couple of, what, about a week ago, somebody, a mysterious individual, fells the tree. We don't know who yet. There's suspects. There is suspects. I can tell you the chief suspect. There's some of this. And the British, before I go into the suspects, like I, I, I cannot emphasize to you, if you're not in the UK, how much the British media has gone absolutely fucking crazy about the story. It's. it's I the, think they've taken the temperature of the country of the and have followed, followed suit. I, I don't think, they're not whipping anything up. People are absolutely destroyed by the, the felling of this tree. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sort of like the deciduous Diana. Oh. You know, <laughs> I wonder if Elton John's going to sing a song about the tree. <laughs> and then the yeah, I know. I, yeah, this is how you know we don't pre-write this show because I've got nothing now. <laughs> <laughs> Desperately trying anything it's called a palm tree rock. Nah, that doesn't work. Rock a tree. <laughs> dun, 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 tree. <laughs> Of the tree and the trees had leaves on. Oh, you got it now. This yeah, is now that, that trees had leaves on. That's not too bad. That's a good tree, but uh, this is this is the level that it got to. There is uh, the English Premier League, probably one of the most famous cultural exports from this country. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the association game football. Uh, Newcastle United are the nearest big club to where the tree once stood mightily for hundreds of years, and their manager last weekend. Eddie Howe, on the on the leading football show on television, Match of the Day, was forced to 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 give condolences to the tree. He, he, he had to he had to mention he had to discuss that the tree had fallen on the football show, not the gardening program, not Autumn Watch, Glenn, the football show. <laughs> And if any of the trees families out there, uh, we just want to just want to pass our condolences on to your uh, entire species. If there's any acorns about to be snuffled by pigs right now, <laughs> I don't even know what a sycamore gives off its branches. But yeah, and this is again an extra level of crazy. Is Newcastle United has recently been purchased by the Saudi royal family? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Coincidence? <laughs> I think not. Nobody asked what kind of saw they used to chop it down. Was it a bone saw? Mm-hmm. What kind? Yeah, I guess the tree. That, that's that's where they printed the newspaper story. It was, on, it was on one of the tree's family, so even the tree had to go. Yeah. Nobody could say this about our royal family. This is, this is the level. This is just all of it is just pure sweet English Egyptism. Mm-hmm. This uh, the prime suspect so far is a man called Walter Renwick. You tell me yours. I've got, I've got one too, but you tell me who this Renwick character is. Right. Well, he's a local lumberjack. Uh oh. Hello. Call <laughs> hey, maybe we're doing one of these true crime podcasts. That what they're That's what popular. I mean. I've got. I've got. I know who I think it is. Right. Well, let's. Yeah. Let me go into it for you here. Walter Renwick is the prime suspect. Local lumberjack. Allegedly. Prime suspect. Alleged prime suspect. He's allegedly the prime suspect. I'm I'm covering every base. 
His, his, his chainsaw has been taken away by the police. That's probably a good idea to in any... <laughs> to <laughs> if, this if this guy's even thought he could be doing that. It has to be said, for the record, he has said that he completely denies that he was involved in it. But he also said, if the tree was cut down by him, and I quote, I wouldn't be so sad. Who, do, who doesn't like tr- the, like a specific tree? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that dickhead? Yeah, I'm glad he's gone. Doesn't mean I chopped him down. Yeah. But that, yeah, him and the willows have been whispering about me for years. <laughs> <laughs> so he's so the the, uh, the so he was a prime suspect. They 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 went away, and the police also confiscated and are testing another chainsaw from. Planky Mill Farm. Wow, that sounds... Walter okay. Renwick and Pranky Mill. It probably sounds like Wallace and Gromit. I know. Doesn't it? But this sounds like something that would happen on Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. All of it. Like, yeah. yeah. I think this is an episode of Wallace. Hold on a second. Am I asleep? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> There's been another crime. <laughs> There's been another tree chopped down, Gromit. <laughs> or is he Wallace? I'm going to know which one's which. Oh, they don't even know. And there you go. Like, like, like Gromit doesn't know. He's pissed on every tree in the county. He knows He knows what's going on. As always, that wily beagle. I want to say he's a beagle. But there's, there's now a fight back from the great British public. Yeah. There's, there's a woman called Kim uh, Whitehouse... Again, sounds like, a, a, you know, a busybody from Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. Kim Whitehouse has got on, there is change.org. It's one of these petition websites. She's got thousands of people to sign up that whoever is caught for the chopping down this majestic, regal, noble yeah. tree. Yeah. That whoever it actually did it has to, in recompense, plant 10,000 trees. Wow. Does that seem... Fair, right? Would you would you go more or less? Just there? anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some places are easier. Those, you just right? see that yeah, the the guy just does it every day. Go walks to the shop and back. It's just this <laughs> just, massive forest between his house and this bar. Just, just shuffling acorns out your trouser leg. <laughs> <laughs> Honest officer, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> that's what's happening. I'm just paying back the community. <laughs> One one jiggle at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Hope they don't catch him wanking in the theater. All right, oh. ten thousand more movies and not good ones this time. <laughs> but I looked into it, like you know, it said that it was a very famous tree, but it made me think about it. I thought, I went, I googled what are the ten most famous trees in in the world. I'd never heard of any of them. Wow. Yeah. And apparently these are all very famous trees. And it, I, I felt very, um, well, very frankly, a bit ashamed that I hadn't put, you know. I mean, I'm not into, let me give you a perspective. I have no interest in motorsport. But I know who Rossi is. Right. He's the greatest, you know, motor, motorcycle guy. Is he? Yes. I don't know what his first name is. I haven't gone as far as that. I thought his first name was Rossi. (laughs) I think it's a certain Lil Lil Rossi. Well, you know what I mean? I could still name one motorbike rider. Schumacher. He's he's, He's a car man. Yeah. Well, not not anymore. 
Well, it's still wheels and buttholes. <laughs> It's okay. You could say that he wouldn't bat an eye at any of these. Oh, no. That's, no, no. That's, that's one from the act, ladies and gentlemen. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. you, see, you see me do that live, whoa, it takes a while to get to that punchline. But I, oh, I just yeah. gave it there for free. Five Bye. seconds, boom, you're there. Uh, you sorry go. about your tree. That's what Glenn's saying. <laughs> yeah. You've lost a tree, but... Surely it should have been uh, Sonny Bono with the tree story and a ski accident. <laughs> Yeah, it's, maybe it's revenge for all the times trees have hurt celebs. Huh? It could be. Could be. Is it? Yeah. Well, do you know what? Do you know Is who it? I think did it? Who? Rebecca Vardy. Oh, yes. Rebecca Vardy. Oh, it so is Rebecca Vardy. Yes, and it's a it, yeah, it's a, it's over the newspapers. That's right. It's over the newspapers, and Colleen's got a. They got they got the second series for the next Netflix doco. Mm -hmm. Colleen just be like she's reading it in the paper now, and now her eyebrows just cocked up. She's like, uh, Wayne, fetch me my solving glasses. <laughs> is that how you think Colleen Rooney yes. speaks? That is how she <laughs> speaks at home. <laughs> so here's Wayne Rooney's voice. All right, I used to play football like that. He's like that. And you think he's married to Wayne? Wayne! Bring forth the trumpet of truth. Get my... Get my snooper off the wall. <laughs> Take down my ear trumpet. <laughs> get that ear trumpet out of your mouth. I need it. Yeah, okay, right. Well, it's pretty, pretty hardcore. Yeah, well, yeah, quite possibly. I think I think this Walter Renwick is, uh, knows more than he's saying. There's a 16-year-old boy involved too, which is always suspect. That's well, who got that's who got that's who got arrested first, and then they let him out on bail. But now Walter Rennick is 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 a suspect too. So and he's I, 60. He's a 60-year-old man, but who it, doesn't like trees and knows a 16-year-old boy. So there's nothing. Nothing's no, adding no, up. Nothing, here. Nothing's adding up here. But I think it was the fact that it's a really, really big old tree. It's not easy to fell such a tree and there's an actual you know they they put the cut mark in it was an expert job many teenage boys are maelstroms of violent emotional tumult yeah who would who, i've absolutely no doubt who would uh take down a tree for shits and giggles but would they be able to do it in the way that say a professional lumberjack would this such as mr renwick but he's only one of many lumberjacks in the area. I'm well, not saying he is. You I know. mean, that's the problem. It's not, because it does. It's not a very tree-filled area. If if lumberjack is anywhere close to the hobby that they're claiming it is, <laughs> I think they they probably just were out of trees and Lee got the last one. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's what it is? It's like yeah, trees. Yeah, he's trees. hooked on. He's hooked on tree cutting. He's got. He's all crazy from the the sap. He just wants to hear timber one more time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when his pupils dilate. That's it. That's where he just, ble he just completely glazes oh, over. Oh, he loses himself in the film. <laughs> He's falling backward into the grass. He gazes and gazes down. A vault and wellness. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I think. I think it's the ghost of David Bowie doing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You go along with that. Just Colin Rooney. She's she's now she's she's in a lab and she's shaking a vial and she's looking at it and goes, "Yep, 
That's the ghost of Bowie, all right. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Wayne! <laughs> Wayne, get in here! Come see the David Bowie's ghost! Let's put down that pie and put your sliders on, boy. Get in here. <laughs> So for those who, those who don't know, you just if you want to know who we're talking about when it comes to Colleen Rooney and Rebecca Vardy, just Google Wagatha Christie. Wagatha Christie. Yeah. That should don't tell you now, all no. you need to know about don't. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, look, listen, before we go on from this, right? So when I was trying to research this story, I fell down an incredible uh, googly rabbit hole. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. So, it's so. I I googled tree felling scandal, <laughs> right? Which you think that was going to bring you straight to the Sycamore Gap incident, right? No, Mister Glenn. Is also, it? also in this year, there was the Sheffield tree felling scandal. It's another one of Britain's large northern cities. And in that incident, right, bear in mind, I'd never heard this, right, and I'm a news junkie. I'd never heard about the Sheffield tree felling incident, but everybody in the UK has heard about the Sycamore Gap. One tree gone. Yeah. So how many trees are going to go in the Sheffield tree felling scandal, Mr. Glenn? What would you say? A thousand. Seventeen and a half thousand trees. Oh! We're, we're, uh, we're felled in Sheffield in what was called a long-running uh, saga. A saga that involved elderly residents being arrested in dawn raids. <laughs> so they've just, they've had breakfast, they've read the paper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they do get up early, the elderly. Yeah. Yeah. Just sitting down for lunch at the dawn raid. <laughs> Oh, hello, dear. Uh, come in. <laughs> you want to... Oh, I'd love to go with you. I'd love to do anything. Really. Oh, no. Now that all the trees are gone. There's no chainsaws here, chainsaws here dear. <laughs> we can... You can have a butter knife. Will that do? <laughs> I would like to move on. I would, too. I would like to move on to the next bunch of Egypts. Yes. So, peeping over the hill at us. Locals. This is a two-parter. We are t- we uh, wish to catch up with some of the the ongoings of Russia's illegal invasion of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Britain has been actively involved in supporting the Ukrainians in their fight against the genocidal war. Um, they've been training a lot of British soldiers uh, in Kent. But there has been a bit of an incident with the locals. <laughs> They're, they've trained the British Army's trained something like seventeen thousand Ukrainians to fight in the uh, front line uh, at an army camp camp in a place called Lid yeah. in Kent. Um, but some of the locals have been shocked to discover that training soldiers to fight in front line combat situations involves noise. Yeah, yeah, it always has. Yep, war is pretty noisy. I mean, people go, well, no, not, not cat burglars or, you know, you know, trained assassins. They fart. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not completely silent. No. No. They have no. lives outside of it too. Yes. yes that's sh- genuinely what's been happening. People have been complaining about the noise from Lid. Wow. So, so the British Army, you can bear in mind this is an actual war going on and 
the camp commander has bowed to the locals' concerns about the noise and has reduced the training schedule by 30% to lower the noise. Some people have complained that the army are training as late as 9 o'clock at night. Wow. Yeah, to be honest, they're And most sun. wars close by 8, right. unless it's the weekend, and then they're allowed to stay up until 11. Yeah, there's there's a late weekend warfare. Yeah. But, you know, most of the time, it's 8 o'clock. Yeah, you shut it down. It's supermarket rules. <laughs> if you can't shop, you can't drop. That's how it is. That's how it is. Yeah, this is in Lid. It's so great. This, they, I looked at newspapers. This, this, by the way, this army camp isn't like a pop-up army camp. People haven't been living their best lives and next thing, there's a brand new army camp. The army camp's been there for 150 years. So you have not bought your house and moved... You, you haven't bought your home, home and an army camp's moved in next door to you. Have you, you checked? That's true. <laughs> this oh. sounds like old people complaining. <laughs> no, no, the old, the old people are all right. There's an old lady uh, called June Beaumont. Yes, Live. that is an old lady. <laughs> that is that's an old lady, confirmed. We don't need to actually, you know, test her. June, we we totally believe that you're an old lady. Uh, good old June, she lives right next door to the camp for 35 years, and she said, well, I don't see anything wrong with it. How are you supposed to train these boys to go fight? It's only a bit of noise. So good for you, June. She's been profoundly deaf for 10 years, but... <laughs> But free. She's democratically <laughs> deaf. <laughs> I mean, fair, fair enough. She knows that the, the price of freedom is... What? what? <laughs> Speak up! Yeah, get that ear trumpet of freedom down from the wall. <laughs> Wayne, bring me my listening trumpet. <laughs> but on the, uh, on the other side, because they had a town hall meeting, it's like the Simpsons. They had uh, Alan Smart... 63. That's another great All tradition. Right. Great uh, British tabloid tradition. Everybody is is aged. Yeah, you have to know. You have, you have to, to know. know. <laughs> have to know. And uh, is that Alan trying to sneak, sneak a nickname in there? They call me Smart. Smart Alan. Well, <laughs> I <they> shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I can outwit a shopping trolley. <laughs> Alan Smart 63 said, I say close it. it the sound, the bass, I think he means. It's murder. I hate living here, but the trouble is, we rent. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about, Alan Smart, 63? <laughs> surely, surely... That's it, easier to get out of. <laughs> surely the whole point of renting is that, you know, the only upside is that, like, I mean, every month you're spunking away your fucking life savings, yeah. but that you can... If an army base pops up beside you, fuck off. Yeah, I was in a coma for three years and uh, they uh, rented me this place. <laughs> if I managed to wake up to find that there's an army base here, well, uh, I, I don't like it. You can imagine how disappointed it was when I woke up from me coma after losing that fight to the sausage roll. I woke up and find it. I hadn't been woken up by true love's kiss. By that, I mean by a dog. I hadn't been kissed to wake back to consciousness by a dog. I no. hope that's not what happened. <laughs> no. I'd been woken up by, by men training to free the country from a genocidal maniac. 
I'm trying to have a coma over here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm renting. I can never leave. <laughs> I don't think he understands what rent is. I think he's got the word rent and slavery confused. <laughs> you're, not, you're not literally tied to the land like a serf. You can, you can leave. You can leave, Steve. Or Alan, in this case. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Well, that's the thing, too. It's like, you know, and in the same breath, they'll be complaining about refugees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, where do you, where do you, where do you think the refugees are? Yeah. You know, these are, these, are the, these are the perfect refugees in that they don't want to come here. They just, they just want to see how this bang-bang works, and then, yeah, we'll go sort it out. We'll... And super leave. They, they want to leave. Yeah. They've come to leave. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and if Alan would just get to know some of them, he'd realize yeah. that he has nothing in common with them. <laughs> you know, Alan common. would not fight for this nor any other country. Alan, no. <laughs> he fight for sausage rolls, dogs. <laughs> he's, he's drifting off into another diabetic coma as we speak. <laughs> Alan, just give him a chance. That's yeah. what I say. Look, it's. I'm sure. It, apparently, some of the locals said that the bombs the uh, live ammunition and bombs do rattle their windows. But that just means that they're good bombs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. These are, these are you know... Yeah. I mean, they're not, he's not on the base. They're not using him as training practice. <laughs> they should. They're not, though. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> Mind you, big, big fat English dude and a Russian conscript. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, and uh, who wants to be their last fight? <laughs> I don't want to be here. The only battle I want to be in is against four the sausage rolls against the plastic chairs in a foreign town centre. <laughs> That's what these men are born to, born to fight. <laughs> I want to fight a plastic chair which has segresh on it. <laughs> I want to throw pla- Portuguese beer furniture around. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if the enemy comes to this country, that's where I'll be. Alan Smart, 63, top of the White Cliffs of Dover, throwing plastic chairs down on them. Have some of it. Have it. Bring, bring up, bring up, bring up the sausage rolls. <laughs> Time for my rations. Oh, yeah. And then you make they scale all the way to the top of the White Cliffs of Dover, which, by the way, looks like chalk. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the reason why it exists. I pretend it's a giant white chair. The yeah. white chair of uh, Dover. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's how you know England's God's country. Right? Because God uh, obviously loves snooker. Right? <laughs> and he's created white clips of Dover so he can have a little chalk on his cue yeah. before beating, uh, you know, James Watner. Yeah. Or whoever. Whoever's the up and coming these days. <laughs> <laughs> Alan. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Madness. I know. But That's here we crazy. are. But here we are. But uh, but I I do admire your passion, Alan, for uh, keeping hearth and home together. Yeah. And noise is annoying. There's no denying it. Yeah, yeah. So you have you every go. right to complain, and I'm glad you used it. But just think about what the Ukrainians are fighting against. Yeah. They're they're not dealing with noise issues. No. No. Um, and speaking of uh, 
oh Ukraine, yeah of of ukraine and russia uh as we were on hiatus uh, we almost had to break into hiatus for this one yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had summertime yeah so we, i think we've got a, we've got a couple of stories now ladies and gentlemen that while we were on hiatus during the summer uh when these popped up in the news we were like god fuck yeah. Gosh darn it! Sorry for swearing, Mister Glenn. That's Gosh. all right, Mister Maxwell. Gosh darn it! Yeah, wow, well, golly gee. Share it with them. Uh, yeah, uh, Prigozhin. <laughs> Yevgeny Prigozhin. Yeah, he, uh, uh, German or, or I should say Russian warlord. Yeah, uh, the uh, Wagner Group's head, the man that uh, tried to have a coup uh, against Putin and, and called it off right at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Unbelievably, almost <laughs> died in a horrible accident. Yeah, um, he he actually got a he he was flying in his plane and it, and it actually took on a missile. <laughs> this is a freak accident. Um, so unfortunate, <laughs> so unlucky was... to to be flying through the sky after failing to overthrow a murderous dictator yeah that you know is murderous dictator because you've been doing the murdering for him yeah you know where the orders came from <laughs> <laughs> so to just to just sort of fly your balls out the window over his country too it wasn't like he was flying over somebody else's country and and that would not have mattered we know putin has killed people outside of russia so to just like, yeah, he'll be fine with this. And and I don't know what sort of gambling debts his friends had, but they all got on the flight with him. Yeah, he yeah he he carried out half a coup, and that's not how coups work. Coups, uh, you can't be half pregnant. No, either you're pregnant or you're not pregnant, <laughs> right? And that's the same with coups. If you launch a coup, you've got to kill the king. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have you. Yeah, yeah, you don't have a long talk with the king. Yeah, you don't get yeah. halfway through the king's castle and the other. How about that? Yeah. Huh? Walking out. Well, I think he heard me. I think he's going to change his ways. I think, I think this listening mission has worked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was scared. He was scared in there when I, when mm-hmm. I walked out the door. He he was laughing with fear. Oh <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Message received. So yeah. the, so the. The latest thing from this, so Yevgeny Prigozhin, very dead as a doornail, uh, and all the other top thugs in their international criminal yeah, they, uh, circuit. Some of the ugliest people in the world, too. I oh. don't know if you've seen pictures of them, but it was really like, um, it was like there was a contest going on, and that's how they met. Yeah, I mean, if you've never seen Yevgeny uh, Primakov, he looks like a half-chewed butt plug. And uh, then you've got the guy that they named the Wagner Group after. Who, Utkin. Yeah. He he looks like he's the one who chewed that butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was the one that actually had literally Nazi tattoos on his neck. Yeah, and that made yeah. him more attractive. That's how ugly he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he went from, oh no, to, oh, maybe he's misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he a rotten, rotten individual. But so... It, what's happened since uh, since uh, Prigozhin and the rest of them uh, died in the plane crash under mysterious circumstances, his empire, Prigozhin's criminal empire, yeah, has been inherited by his twenty five year old playboy son Pavel. Ah, 
And it, Pavel is going to inherit a uh, hundred million, five mansions, nine companies, and all his dad's air miles. <laughs> <laughs> Does he get the uh, extra two that his dad took from jet to ground? Oh, yeah, apparently that... you get double points for plummeting. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you shouldn't laugh at the death of others but oh, if they yeah. are a warlord yeah you know yeah. and and then but there's more there's in the will it's if so Pavel the 25 year old is going to take over and if he dies Pavel's son is going to take over the empire and you're going hang on if Pavel's like you know then oh how cute will a four year old war criminal oh his only crime was stealing our hearts oh you little scamp dressed up like a in a little general's like a toddler little general you know like when you dress them like sailors except it's a a warlord a warlord oh little warlord he's got his little on. Just picking them up. Who's that? Who's it got a crazy, yeah. misguided sense of Russian supremacy? Who yeah. has? Yeah. You have, you little scamp. Oh, does anybody know where I can get a little tiny sledgehammer? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that he can just practice. Yeah. Oh, he's just banging away. Oh, hey. Who are you, who are you just killing? Just hitting a Mr. Potato Head with it. Just, yeah, yeah. Get them. It's like, it's like working the longbow. You actually have to start at that age. You have to learn. You're not going to be able to mm-hmm. pull it back. Who tried to reti- retreat from the battlefield? Oh, <laughs> you little scamp. It's unbelievable. And then, he, but there was also, the, the son Pavel is inherited, is the one that was all over the news around the time of the coup. When the uh, the FSB, the Russian security service, raided Pergosian's mansion. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. And it was like it was mental. It was all gold. <laughs> Everything was gold. <laughs> it's, what is it about warlords, dictators? They always have the shittest taste in interior design. Well, I mean, if they were really good at it, maybe that's just the field they would have gone into. And maybe... <laughs> Maybe that's it. with every time you meet an interior designer, you should respect them because if they weren't doing that, yeah. they would be selling arms. Well, to, uh, they are. They're in many ways. If you've ever encountered an interior designer, they are in many ways a benevolent dictator. <laughs> right? You will have this potted plant. Yes, you will. But it, it's, it seems so huge. It's fitting. Yeah. Oh God! Please, please. Anything, anything for <laughs> yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, he had, there was, do you remember there was precaution he had, they found a load of gold bars, classic warlord. Yeah. Classic warlord. But then there was loads, of, there was, uh, a, there was also a, a stuffed crocodile. Wow. Yeah. It is a emotional support animal. <laughs> it was. But then it, I didn't feel supported. I felt betrayed, <laughs> slighted. So I went, Snappy, it's time for you to die. TikTok. 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 <laughs> you skelly traitor. <laughs> Who the fuck has a stuffed crocodile? Yeah. Stuffed bear? Sure. I mean, because mm. we've all wanted to cuddle a bear, but we know not to. 
I don't think I, I think if I stuffed a crocodile I wouldn't leave it flat on the ground like a surfboard I would I would put it into a, a festive pose of some sort oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a, like an American college sport logo. Yeah, yeah, like doing the old-timey boxing. Yeah. yeah. Him hold, him holding a Coors Light in one of his claws. <laughs> got, a, got a stogie on the go. Yeah. Top hat at a weird angle. Oh, I think mouth open to serve hors d'oeuvres with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that, now I'm interested. The thing is with uh, Pergosian, there was also, do you remember that he had all the wigs? I know why he needed those. <laughs> Do you remember the wigs? No. He had, he had wigs and all these pictures of him in his incredible disguises. He thought he was a master of disguise. But like I said, he was just like a half-chewed butt plug with a couple of uh, googly eyes attached to it. That's what he looked like. Yeah. And then the wigs were like, you know, every high street has the joke shop wigs. <laughs> Right, like like rainbow, the rainbow afros. Yes, yes. You've pulled off looking like an LBGT clown in the middle of Africa. <laughs> it's mental. But all the wigs, none of them were like this guy's a billionaire warlord. But didn't know he didn't know any interior designers and he didn't know any wig fitters. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, you've got a you've got a million lads that will smash somebody's head in with a, a sledgehammer. A sledgehammer as as literally the logo of Wagner. They're proud of it. Oh yeah. But they don't know anybody who can you know uh, pick a wig that suits your bone structure and your complexion and your age. What does that say about warlords, Mister Glenn? Yeah. They may not be as cool as you think they are, kids. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because he died. I like, and he he. They didn't even give him respect of um of like a a fake story. Like like yeah, even yeah, even yeah, Putin yeah, was like, no, he's playing good with a missile. That's what happened. Like, yes, he was fucking around with missile. Now dead. Yeah, but he's gone. Yeah, because even yeah. like the guy who crashed the lunar module, that that scientist. They, <laughs> They claimed he ate poisonous mushrooms right after his 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 lunar landing screwed up. That's he, right. So was, he sprinted into the woods. Yeah, I guess I guess he was disoriented. Just <laughs> and and a guy smart enough to get a thing onto the moon. And everybody says he screwed up. Look, if I got anything onto the moon on purpose. Or by accident. Yeah. I, the fact that it crashed would not be the story I would tell. It was like, yeah, you see that? I, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm, I've been a father for a very long, very, very long time. Got four kids. And I can't operate a kite. Or more specifically, I can't operate a kite that's been used once before. <laughs> <laughs> they are a one-timey fun thing. They are hard. I've had, I've had kite problems too. Hmm. I don't know if I, I don't think I put them together probably. But anyway, that's beyond the point. Um, that Yeah, this this guy who was smart enough to get something onto the moon yeah. had no idea that you couldn't just eat any mushroom you like. Just, just couldn't. <laughs> I mean, everybody has like gaps in their knowledge. But like, if you're, you're uh, literally an astrophysicist, engineer... You can put a rocket that gets to the moon. Well, and it got to the moon. It just crashed when it got there. Yeah. Because it's Russian yeah. shit. 
<laughs> it was probably somebody else's fault. He seems like the one that was like, okay, you get us to the moon, and then uh, don't worry, we'll do rest. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But give us this pile of money. It seems you say that it's going to need a lot of gold in equipment. <laughs> Have you thought about bronze or maybe uh, brass or lead? We can uh, steal off church roof. <laughs> Lead and gold are like same. <laughs> same, same. Same, same. Give money. Give money. Yeah. It's, there's no way it was the scientist's fault. No. And yet, nevertheless, yeah, he, he, had he to, was poisoned. He had to eat the bad mushrooms. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. There well, we go. Well, once again, we say it again. Slava Ukraini. We wish the Ukrainians all the best in fighting these fucking idiots. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, and could you hurry up, Ukraine? Your story is getting so boring. God, that's weird. Isn't it like, <laughs> me? this kind of offensive taking ages. I know. Cheers. <laughs> like, how long? Like, it's particularly for people who haven't got a fucking clue how I mean, how many people know how long a counter-offensive takes? Yeah. It's not like it's something you know. You know, if you're if you're waiting for your your spicy burger and chips in a, in a chip shop on a Saturday night and it takes an hour. You know chips and a burger do not take an hour to make. Yeah. Right? These, that's a time you know. Yeah. Right? It's the same like if you, if you were a 60-year-old uh, woman and you were making love to your 70-year-old husband and he's still fucking you after five hours. You, you know he's taking Viagra. Right? <laughs> You know that's not how long, you know, Graham takes, right? It's not how long a man called Graham or Malcolm oh God. or George. I just got an image of Viagra pumping through Graham's cock. It's not, it's not pretty. It looks... It's impressive, but it's not pretty. Yeah, it looks like a... It looks like a mighty sycamore plugging a gap in Hadrian's wall. <laughs> And who's coming in? It's Rebecca Vardy. <laughs> she comes to solve the problem. <laughs> what other ages have we got, Mr. Glenn? Uh, I, this, this one happened too when we were away. Uh, the woman who uh, got a worm mm. in her head. Um, I don't know if you saw this or not. but No. Uh, yeah, she um, she was foraging. She's an English woman that lives in Australia, right? And she was foraging for wild lettuce, um, which you know, is that a thing? I uh, I doubt it is now. Like, it's been, <laughs> um, uh, I have to say, I've heard of wild strawberries. I've heard of wild cherries because <laughs> they're part of the, the funk family of vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the fuck. But, but but also right, I've never I've never been in a situation where I was like, well, we're gonna have to cut the lettuce out just just for a bit, just till we get back on our feet. There's no sorry, mm -hmm. children, we cannot afford lettuce. Uh, but uh, she apparently didn't wash it correctly. And um, how many types of washing is there? Well, I think washing it or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's what I mean. I don't like it's again. It's one of those half-pregnant things, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You've washed a leaf or you haven't. Yeah. And this one had uh, uh, python pee on it. 
And uh, as we all know, that's where worm larvae lives. And uh, this is how she managed to um, get a worm into her brain. They reckon she was picking it. And it wasn't through, even through the ingestion of said leaf. It was uh, through her rubbing her eyes. And then a, a little worm got into her eye and then grew in her brain. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, they were very shocked because she was like she was having headaches and and silly ideas and um what I do guess, you mean silly oh, I, I don't know because, I mean, that's what i have attacking robins in the morning <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if the brain had to, the, the worm had taken control or <laughs> the worm had turned the worm turned and this is where uh this was in australia but it was an english woman and oh, so man. uh just an Aussie worm behind your eye. <laughs> we again, Catherine. Well, you know, probably get some salad from supermarket. Nah, mate. Nah, we're gonna suck some piss and watch rugby league for the rest of the day, Karen. <laughs> but I, I, th- I think the grand final's just been over. Didn't the Panthers win again for an unprecedented three seasons? Shut up, Karen! I'm the character that knows about rugby league here. We're going to watch repeats. We're going... We're going to watch as much rugby league as we can gorge ourselves for. While drinking fucking local lager. Yeah, but first, we're going to go in the backyard and line some dirt. You're going to ingest it through your mouth until it processes through our bodies. Yeah, there's, there's good stuff in that dirt, you know. You want to stop eating that disgusting lettuce. You know, my favourite, you know, you'd be, you know where you need to live? You don't need to live in that beautiful four-bedroom house on the bay. Nah. You need to live under that old slab of concrete at the end of the game. That's right, right, Catherine. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Get under there. Get your misguided 36-year-old ass underneath that boulder. That rock. Nice and damp. Say hello to the spiders and the woodlice and all the other fillers. I'm back, boys. Now I'm big and I'm a girl. <laughs> I can do anything I want now. We can go for a drive. <laughs> All right, worms, get in me car. Come on, boys. It's time to get down to bait shop and liberate the fillers. <laughs> We're going to go get off it. Clemsy, we're gonna get Steve O, Derek, and Fat Derek. <laughs> get all the fellas. Gonna show that creepy old fucker runs a tackle shop who's boss. <laughs> just, a, just a naked woman in a tackle shop fighting out around. Worms and running out it's, handfuls of worms and putting them in her backyard. What am I supposed to do? Worm brain? There's 20 of them, 20 cops outside. Chop yourself in half, love. And then again and again. We'll make an army. We'll make an army of worms.
Yanni, what are you watching? I don't know watching TV. Shut up, we're in charge. The only good TV shows the Wiggles. Yeah, they get it, they get it. They get what's going on. I feel this music deep into my midsection. <laughs> There's the worms and all of the worm brains watching the wiggles. Loving it. And then they put on a deeply offensive song. There's a worm at the bottom of my garden. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's our word. That's our garden. We're not really in the gardens anymore. We're living at 42 Acacia Avenue. <laughs> in the inner suburbs. Read and weep, hipsters. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, worms sitting out there with sunbathing while birds nervously swim past, fly past. <laughs> with a BB gun. Take it, you fucking yeah, yeah. You mongrel. You bloody galah. Yeah. It was a galah. Yeah, it was an actual galah. <laughs> Yeah, keep on moving, you feathery fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's the name of the novel. The worm has turned. I thought you meant keep on moving, you feathery fuck. <laughs> and that's this week's bumper sticker. Keep on moving, you, you feathery, feathery fuck. fuck. <laughs> that sounded like a furniture commercial. <laughs> I think that'll be the sting, just out of the... Out of that. Keep on moving, you feathery fuck. All right. Is she all right now, is she? Yeah, they got it out. Oh. I, don't, I don't know where the worm has gone. That's oh, a... Fucking back to where you've come from. <laughs> once you've lived the high life, once you've drank champagne, you don't have to go back to fucking Carver. <laughs> Even his indigenous South Australian carver. I don't want it. Fucking sparkling white wine. I want the stuff all away from fucking France. Please, you know, you're, you're pretty mean-spirited for Just a got the worm and a little, little um, plastic case for the criminally insane. <laughs> That's the ultimate maximum security prison for a medieval worm is a former cigar case. You'll never escape. It's like Zod. Frozen, flying through space forever. I'll see you again! I don't want you had a hand up. I ain't got a hand. The worm! Let's finish on this one, because this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. This is another one of the stories of the summer in Summer Roundup. Bum, 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 dun, 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 Summer dun, dun, Roundup. Bum, 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 Looking back at that crazy summer time. Legs up. Just me and the guys driving in the car. Getting away from the worm emperor. Doing what we can. 
Night and day, Robin Banks, the old-fashioned way, with the shotgun. It is the old-fashioned way, isn't it? <laughs> oh. And passing notes as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd probably really, really warm a bank teller's heart. If you did that, like mm-hmm. passed a note, shotgun, and say she's of a certain age, she's like, oh, yeah, I remember. you guys don't know the half of this, but this is taking me way back. Thank you. Thank you so I much. Like you. you want it? You want it? In, uh, you want it in big bills? <laughs> That's all. Do we all have to get on the ground? Or <laughs> are we going old school with this one? <laughs> yeah. um, so this story, ridiculous. I mean, it just so much of this is fucking lunacy. So, uh, this summer, the major sporting event was uh, the Women's, Women's World Cup. Women's World Cup. Loved it. From, I really enjoyed from it. From Australia. Yeah. From Australia and New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Spain won. It did. Spain, absolutely. Uh, and, Bro- and broke our hearts here in, uh, in Blighty. Here. In the, yeah. Yeah, losing the Women's World Cup is like losing 11 trees. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> sorry to bring it back there. Sorry sorry to bring you back to the hurt. But, uh, yeah, but that was... Smart has still not recovered. Balance. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've never been right since. <laughs> can't look at a dog. Dog can't look at me. Oh, look at each other in the eye. So close. It's like 1966 all over again. Anyway... Um, so yeah, so it's uh, Spain win. Look, there it is. It's a good game. Yeah. But the loon, and that should have been the main part of the news story. Yeah, Spain have won the women's World Cup. That should have been the news story. But a man called Luis Rub- Rubiales, Rubiales, yeah. Luis Rubiales is the head or was the head yeah. of the Spanish <laughs> Football Federation, Football Association, I should say. And he made, just made him just a proper, epic fucking arsehole of himself. Yeah. Even be, so even before the major incident happened, when Spain won, he's up in the you know in the VIP box. So he's not he's not in the end terraces. You know he's not what he's, you're not at Stoke on Trent, right? This <laughs> this isn't lower league English football here. You're the you're the president of your local. Uh, National Association, and he's standing up grabbing his cock and just going, did you see that? No. He was like, hey, you know, the full on, ooh, hey, ooh, hey, this sort of, yeah, 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 literally, ay, 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 it's time to let the bull into the field. This sort of shit, right? But he's doing this. Then it's time when, you know, it's the actual trophy uh, presented. If you've never watched football, the losing team get their medals, the winning team get their medals, and then the trophy is presented yeah. by a dignitary, some bigwig, to the captain of the winning team. Pretty straightforward. And they're getting their medals. And one of the star players of the Spanish team, Jenny Hermoso, she's getting her medal. She goes along and he bear hugs her. Yeah. Live on TV. And then grabs her by this, like... You know, you know the way uh, in uh, what's his name? Always oh, he swears he's an English TV chef. He's got a very crenulated oh, uh, forehead. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. You know the way he grabs people by the head yeah. and puts their bread either side and, and asks them what they are, and they've got to tell him that they're an idiot sandwich. Yeah. That level of grabbing yeah. another human. And I head. would be a headbutt if he ever asked me that. 
I'm yeah. a headbutt sandwich. <laughs> I am a knock your expensive teeth down your throat sandwich. I'm not being humiliated over a bit of dinner. Right? It's only dinner. Where did you get bread from? There's a fucking kid that's a high class kitchen. You got two loaves of bread. You wrote this bit earlier. So yeah. I even whatever I've done, I don't even think it was that bad. You just wanted Please. to do your little sandwich bit. A little bit maybe there's a little bit too much capers. you know. But yeah. really? I mean the fish you can still the texture of the fish is perfect. I've grilled it to perfection. And it's T V, you cunt. No one can taste it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not taste division. <laughs> Anyway, so this is to give you an idea of the force. So he grabs uh, yeah. Jenny Hermoso by the head, like there, yeah. and, and plants one right on her lips. Yeah. Like, that is sort of like two in the morning rugby player leaving nightclub on tour Yeah, behaviour of rugby player on rugby player. Yeah. More specifically, forwards. It's there's some serious. Oh, is that where it happens? Some serious. That's, that's the, why it's serious. that's the culture. That's <laughs> that's why it's called. You're very forward. <laughs> <laughs> and where do the hookers come in? Yeah, exactly. Well, they're locked <laughs> in a figure of it. Anyway, but yeah, and uh, there was obviously you know astonished, and he went. Well, it was mutual and consensual, but. Uh, yeah, she had already been on Instagram going, I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to run with that story, um, you, you'd you want it so no one else knew who the other person was. <laughs> like, if you had, like, a random picture and people are like, well, you seem to be for... No, 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 no. That was, that was consensual, but, but the woman's gone into the night, so we can never corroborate. You've done that at the wrong time. That lie is not going to fly. Yeah. She yeah. can... She's she's findable. Yeah, she she's is. Findable. She, she is. Yeah, I mean, uh, right had now, good... she had her name on the back <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and a number that corroborated. So With it wasn't just Annie Hermoso. It was it, it was very easy. They, yes. they they hired a private investigator. He looked into it and he's like, I think I know who she is. You know, I, I think... think we can hire maybe a public uh, <laughs> for, uh, investigator for this one. I don't think this needs to be private. You know, this is a stadium. With maybe 50,000 people. Yeah, they made a quick announcement over the speaker. Uh, uh, Mr. Hermoso, uh, if you could report to uh, the world press, would like to talk to you. Is there anybody who possibly with maybe one of the 22 people who has played on the beach in the last 90 minutes? Specifically somebody who has a Spanish, has a Spanish name, dressed in a Spanish dirty, who has uh, maybe been uh, forcibly and creepily kissed. A furrowed brow and a trophy in her hand. Could anybody see her? Is uh, anybody called Jenny or Mozo? <laughs> or personally is holding a trophy, but also going, ooh, yuck. <laughs> I've been kissed by this weird, creepy ball guy. Has anybody been at the fountain for an <laughs> extremely long time, <laughs> trying to wash their tongue? Oh, we can see to talk to you. <laughs> about a very elder mother. <laughs> the most amazing part in the story. That's my final bit, and this is like a crowning bit of, this is just such a gem when I heard this. I mean, this is just ridiculous. The guy's a fucking dinosaur. He's an idiot. Yeah. But it's just, it's not. But he, uh, the most, the bit that brings this story into Egypt to the world is there was outcry from the Spanish government 
from literally the prime minister and all sorts of minister of sport and all the rest of it and other senior executives and every cool person in the world. Yeah, for him to resign. Yeah, right. He he holds a press conference and says that he refuses to resign. Uh, you know, it's essentially so political correctness gone mad, right? But the real Egypt of the world. Oh, this is a ripe cherry from the Egypt of the world tree. His mother decides to go on hunger strike in a church. <laughs> Did you know that? Fucking great. She went on hunger strike for two days. And there was genuinely sections of the ultra-Catholic right, far right in Spain were like, that is what I admire. She is, an, she is a true Catholic. She is starving herself. She is, uh, she is such a devout Catholic. Uh, I mean, she's taking communion every 20 minutes. Yeah. That's a bit dead. I mean, that's how you show the dedication that uh, although she is on an anger strike, she is also taking the uh, the wafer, the blood, the blood and body of Christ every 20 to 15 minutes. Well, you know what I, uh, you know what I think. Oh man! And this, I think this will, this will, this sh- this should be the end of the first episode of series two. I mm. think he in no way wanted to do that. And he was standing up there and he's like, I don't want to do this. I don't. And just from inside his head, go on, mate. Go on. Grab him by the fucking head. Kiss her. Kiss her. It's time time for me to move into another body, mate. (laughs) You're old and you're bald. You're a sporting bureaucrat. You're starting to look like me. I think I've been inside you too long, Louise. <laughs> I need to be inside a world champion. <laughs> I want to play in the next world champion. <laughs> you better believe Get your me. eyes close to her eyes as you, as you possibly can, and, and then you'll be out of this, and you can go do what how you do, want. How do I get from eye to eye? How do I get <laughs> that close when my eye is human eye to another? Pretend you're kissing her, mate. Yeah, mate. Get eyeball, eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, Louise, wherever you are now, hopefully you've you've learned how to fucking live in the world. Yeah, without your brain worm. Without Be free, yeah. man. Free. Be free. Go, go, go! Do what you've always wanted. Just to all do. you, all you gotta do, Louise, is imagine. Is that what you'd want in your moment of personal triumph? To have somebody you don't fancy grab you by the head and kiss you? Is that what you'd like? Turns out it was. <laughs> okay, all right. We've told Louise nothing. Right. Yeah, we don't know the guy, but I, I don't think there's anything he's not into. episode uh, one thank you so much for tuning in again and uh, if you're uh, if you're watching this and seeing this with your eyes how lucky are you mm. yeah. and if you're not you're cool too yeah uh, so this is this is the first ever sea hearing for episode <laughs> sounds like something that happens to disgraced sea captains sure does all right, Wayne, you're going to have to have a sea hearing over this one. Now, we're going to close the door and you finish what you're doing in there, but uh, just know this ain't the end of it. We know how you got the barnacles off the hole, son. <laughs> we don't approve. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, 
If you if you enjoy Ages to the World in audio format, it's in all wherever people get their podcasts, mm-hmm. and it is available every Wednesday morning and every Saturday on YouTube. Every Saturday on YouTube from henceforth. Uh, thank you, all the Egypts who have been uh, this week. You've made mistakes, but you know what? So have we. We make mistakes, don't we? Every day. That's right. That's why we're the Egypts of the world. Yeah. We are not. We are not looking down on, upon you. We are looking across at you on the same plane of existence. And I'm being operated by a worm. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. No, I'm not. I am. This has been a. Pod People Production. A Pod People Production. Pod People Production.